The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight, Jeff Shannon. Well, good morning and welcome to Sumner County Spotlight. We've got another edition coming on us right here on the Sunday morning. Of course, uh, heard each and every Sunday morning, 10 o'clock, and on our podcast page at whinradio.com. Just check the podcast tab. You'll find us right there. Okay, we had a big event that just passed, and uh, it was really hugely successful. It was called Sumnerfest, and it was held out at Sanders Ferry Park. I thought, let's just do a wrap-up. Let's find out what happened with it. And it was an incredible event, and I brought in Kathleen Hawkins with the Hendersonville Chamber to talk about it. So, uh, Kathleen, how did it go? Oh, my goodness, it was fantastic. Thank you so much, Jeff Shannon, for being our MC. You did an amazing job. We appreciate you being out there that day. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) It was a great event to showcase Sumner County and to show off Hendersonville's city by the lake. Um, People came out and had a great time. We had over 100 vendors. We had a kid zone that benefited Grace Place, and we had... Had, um, just so many activities as well as hot air balloon rides and and lots of fun and my favorite part was watching all the little kids wading their little feet in the little in the water yeah no and you know i think it's it kicked off everybody was super scared that it was going to be rained out we had storms coming in then it went away and then all of a sudden the skies parted and it was like perfect weather it was fantastic just enough cloud to keep us from being too hot it it was a little scary i will admit i was a little stressed that day we we did have rain like three times and some of our vendors were a little nervous but overall the crowds were fantastic the parking was to benefit our senior citizen center in hendersonville mm-hmm. and i can tell you that julie has confirmed they parked several thousand cars and they raised thousands of dollars to support the senior citizen center so thank you everyone who came out and joined us and and helped the community and helped for the causes that we were we were supporting that day well it takes a a a lot of moving parts to make this thing come together and getting the people to uh you know to work on this you have this staff down there at the chamber and they're fairly new at this so this was a, a great learning experience for them it was it was we had a bunch of new folks out there helping out and we had a bunch of great volunteers helping out we could not do this without the community support we could not do this without our presenting sponsor shell brothers you know it's just a way that families can come together to create memories to impact a community and like i said to show off the city by the lake when i look around and i hear the music um, which our headliner did you know was hendersonville's talent winner from freedom festival yeah. 2023 was the headliner for Sumnerfest, jen case and jen and tyler band and they did an amazing job so it's just it's just such a great feel to bring the community together to create memories for families and to celebrate our city and our county together well it's a great spot first of all it's scenically it's beautiful with the hot air balloons coming in i mean you can see those things when they go up you can see them all around the lake i know with a lot of times these balloon people get real scary and sketchy when it comes to the weather so oh, absolutely. What, what are some of the requirements they have to i i can tell you jeff that it has something to do with barometric pressure it has something to do with you know the weight the wind the speed of the wind it's mm-hmm. a very scary thing like if you look at some of the photographs we have we have balloon attendants that were working the balloons that are literally like an inch big in in size compared to the balloon in the photograph like if mm-hmm. you if you think about that these are massive things and we we were able to praise god get these balloons up in the air because one of the attendants called me and said kathleen this is not going to happen today because it is weather permitting and that's a gamble that we take and 
they called me at about 11 o'clock and they said, you have 15 minutes to make the decision. If we come out there, you have to pay. And we paid thousands and thousands of dollars to have these balloons. But they came out. I, I, I encouraged them to come anyways. And like you said, the, the sky opened up and we got to fulfill one amazing lady's wish. Oh, that was a great story. It, it oh. is. It is. And it was such a blessing to be able to be part of it. So Miss Jane, I think is her name, is 95 years old. That was her big thing. It was her bucket list. It was one of the things that she wanted to do. She literally said it was on her bucket list and she came out that day and we got to make her dream come true. Well, it, it was funny because I was on the mic, you know, just announcing and I happened to be off stage. I was down in the in the grounds area and these ladies, as, as Miss Jane was starting to go up, they were waving their arms. They were her friends, I guess. And they told me this story. So I looked over and she was going up and they were, everybody was so excited. But the photograph of her going up was just, you know, amazing. And her looking off on the edge, like over the edge, it was it was just, like I said, such a gift and such a blessing to be part of that and to make, make her dream come true. And I believe that that's why we got Pretty Skies and why we were able to have several hundred people have hot air balloon rides at Sumner Fest this year. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun. I know at some point they, were doing like if you wanted to take a ride in a balloon and go somewhere I guess you can't tell it where to go. You just go and it lands you, you wherever you that. want to go. Really? Like if somebody wants to actually take flight in a hot air balloon for 2024, they can. You okay. just have to book it in advance. Right. So, And it's not cheap because you have to have the pilot of the balloon and you and whoever you bring with you. I think you, you can hold up to 800 pounds. So it depends mm. on how, many, how much you weigh as to how many people. But you take flight and you go on like a 45-minute ride. And, and the year we the did it last... the chasers, the people in the truck that have to trace you down and follow you to where you're laying. Yeah, you have multiple chasers <laughs> because you never know what what direction the wind's going to take yeah. you in but the last time we did it they ended up somewhere in Gallatin but they said it was an experience of a lifetime so if you want to do that for 2024 you absolutely can you okay. just got to tell us far enough in advance that we can coordinate all the pieces well I know some of the balloons uh, that were scheduled to be there I guess elected not to come which was okay we still had what four four we, five we had balloons four and there. then a, a live cool air walkthrough balloon so you can actually walk inside of the balloon <laughs> which makes a great instagram photo Oh, it really does i mean i saw some great ones coming out of that but like i said it's it's just one of these events that's great for the whole community and people just have to bark it on their calendar because it happens pretty much the same time every year. And what it's, is that? Yes, it's always the first Saturday following the start of school. So it's our way to kick off the start of school. Like this year, we had the Bison Bells came out and they performed and they oh, kicked yeah. off Sumner Fest. So we always have the schools come out. It's an opportunity for the schools to, the cheer teams and the dance teams to show off what they can do to help get them in the mode and get ready for the new school year and, and get ready for all the showcasing they're going to do at their football games and baseball, basketball games and, and all those wonderful yeah. things. And a lot of people, you know, kind of, kind of said, well, that Sanders Ferry Park is kind of hard to get in and out of, but you you had another alternative for people coming into the park, and that was with the old-time trolley. Yeah, thanks to Sumner Regional Medical Center, we were able to, they sponsored the trolley rides, so mm -hmm. we did trolley rides from Hendersonville High School to the park. So I told everybody that if you don't want to walk a lot, if you want to be dropped off like right in the beginning and just go in and start, you know, getting some food and getting some half-batch brewery was there and visiting our vendors, you could absolutely do that. Park at Hendersonville High School, ride the trolley in, and then be picked up. It runs every half an hour, and it will do the same thing next yeah, year. I saw that thing running like crazy. Yeah, they <laughs> said they, they said they transported about a thousand people wow. back and forth, and they specifically said that wasn't counting the people that just did it for the fun, because a lot of the kids <laughs> and a lot of the families like just taking the ride just to experience the the trolley. 
Yeah, no, it was. I think it's it's just a great addition to that. But HPD does a great job filtering people in and out of things because they're I mean, they're kind of used to it with Freedom Fest. I mean, that's just a, a science project happening right there, trying to get everybody you know filtered out in the right place. But at Sanders Ferry Park, you have that such a small in road and out. But I think they got everybody out of there pretty quick because right there towards the end, yeah, we got some showers that they came in. But the timing, I guess, couldn't be any better. There is such a good thing with <laughs> rain coming. It, it seemed like everybody filtered out pretty quick. Yes, our headlining band said that they only were prevented from singing one song. So they got through their entire set. So we sped up the timeline a little bit. We only cut back one song in the entire day and Mm -hmm. um, everybody benefited and everybody had a great time. We were very blessed. And now we're getting ready to move on to our next big event. So Sumner Fest is is really a great event, and this has been going on how many years now? This was our fifth year. So I came here seven years ago. I've been the president and CEO of the Hendersonville Chamber for seven years, and five years ago, I remember looking out at this park and thinking, you know, they call Hendersonville the city by the lake, but people that don't have boats like me don't really get to experience the lake unless you're driving over, you know, Main Street, you know, and you're passing Memorial Park and you get to look off to the left or the right, or you go to Sanders Ferry Pizza. Mm, You know, you don't really get to experience the lake. And so many people don't even know Sanders Ferry Park exists. So it's an economic development initiative that gives us an opportunity to let people know what the city by the lake actually is and what we have to offer to the community, boat or no boat. It's also, Jeff, a great way that we can showcase a hundred small businesses within our community. Mm -hmm. The vendors that we had there that day truly represent what it is to love local and to support small businesses. And you get people coming in, not just from Hendersonville, they come from all over. Oh, absolutely. We had people, many people drive from different states. Um, We had people fly in for this event. And, you know, competing with the Grand Prix, which I was yes, told that, was. <laughs> that next year we will not be competing with the Grand Prix. The Grand right. Prix is changing their date. So Good. Um, yeah. we should have even a bigger and better result and, and turnout for, for attendance. But um, to have thousands of people come from all over to experience this initiative and, and this event is, is just a great gift. Well, it, it's one of those things you got to just provide something for people to do. And, you know, involving music, obviously, is just a no-brainer right oh, there. Three, gotta... three free concerts, free trolley rides, you right. know, free balloons, to a free walk-through balloon. It is a great experience for, for anybody to bring your family to come on out and, and to make memories. And one of the great things, I guess, about that is you have Hendersonville has talent, which brings us a lot of great talent. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they get to perform on a big stage at Freedom Fest, not only that, they need to be at Sumner Fest mm-hmm. as the headliner as well because yeah, I mean any, they won the whole thing. So <laughs> anybody that wins the Henderson Millis Talent, like last year we had Sequoia South, they were second place for Henderson Millis Talent, and Chloe Duvall was first place. Mm-hmm. They both performed at Sumner Fest. So um, anybody that wins at Hendersonville has talent is going to be featured at Sumner Fest as an opportunity to give them a chance to kind of spread their wings and fly. And I was so excited because one of our producers was at um, was a judge at Henderson Millis Talent specifically came out to see Jen Case or the Jen and Tyler band at Sumner Fest to kind of get an idea as to what they look like as a band because they're interested in having a conversation and possibly signing them. Um, that's life-changing for our city Boy, and for our performers. And I could tell you, he was very impressed. That's awesome. They did a great <laughs> job. I'm so know, proud. Judging, you, you're focused on a different kind of segment of it, but you get an impression. And I know he was very impressed with, with Jen and even her brother Tyler. I mean, it was an incredible story because that was the first time they ever performed together mm-hmm. in their entire 
entire life, which mm-hmm. is uh, bizarre to me. But her story with that whole family thing is, is very impressive. I see a book coming oh. uh, for that. <laughs> I, that. That will come. But their harmonies were tight. Yes, like they were. they were spot on. Like it was. It's truly a gift. And like you said, they had never they had never done that before. They mm-hmm. just came together because we challenged them, and they rose to the occasion and accepted the challenge. And and I'm very proud of that. So speaking of Hendersonville as talent, uh, I'm sure it's going to go on next year, and you'll be you know announcing when they can start submitting auditions and things like that. But I think a lot of people wait to the last minute. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Every year, it. stop, don't do that to me, you stress me out. <laughs> let's uh, let's start it right now. Uh, but anyway, it's a great event to really get things showcased. And you can win $1,000 and possible like a recording contract. And I mean, who knows what's gonna happen. Now, Sequoia South won a few years ago. A few two years, years ago. Two, two years, years ago. ago. Gosh, And since flies. then, they have performed at the Bluebird Cafe yeah. twice, which is yeah. fantastic. They've they've toured everywhere. They have a record deal. Like, so many things have opened up. Like, if you are a musician and you are out there and you're listening to this right now, I really challenge you to take advantage of this opportunity to get exposure. Like, we had, Jeff, 20,000 people at Freedom Festival last mm-hmm. year. I don't care if you're a veteran musician. Now, there are rules. Like, you can't make, like, you can't make all of your income performing music. But even if you've been in the industry for a while, if you have yep. a gift, if you have it in your heart to maybe perform um, audition and take take that chance. Jen had followed that path and then she life happened, you know, and she, right. she started doing life and, and being a mom and raising a family. And this reignited that passion in her. And yep. I'm anxious to see what it does. And she's on fire with it, I'll tell you that. But yeah, because look, you can be in front of these these large crowds like that and there's gonna be one person in that crowd that could change your life. Absolutely. Because we never know who's gonna show up. Absolutely. And, and in, this, in, this, in Hendersonville, in, in Middle Tennessee, you never know who's gonna be in the audience. Absolutely. I and mean, that's for sure. So it's an incredible event to do. So I encourage people just to get involved with Hendersonville as talent for next year. And you'll start seeing it on Facebook and they even have the, your own Facebook page for that. Mm, absolutely, yeah. So just Hendersonville has talent. Search it on Facebook, it's gonna pop up. And and of course, Freedom Festival and things like that. We do have another a big event that's coming up, and we're going to talk about that here in the next segment. I think the thing that pops in my mind real quick, what have you learned about these big events just after Sumner Fest? What have I learned about these big events? You have to let go and, and, and trust God, honestly. <laughs> like There was a point on Saturday, it was, like I said, 11.15, and I, I looked around, the stage had already been set up, vendors were already arriving, and the forecast was gloom, like mm-hmm. gloom. But I, I literally told the guy, come on out, we're gonna do this, it's gonna happen. And and I pulled together with people that were around me, and I was like, can we pray about this? So I know that that's, that's um, a little bit different and not a normal business answer, but sometimes when you can't control the future, you have to just take the next step and keep moving forward and put your faith and trust. Well, I will tell you, it worked. It did, <laughs> it did. It, it, was, it was amazing how the skies parted and it was totally clear, but anyway. All right, we're talking with Kathleen Hawkins, the president, CEO of the Hendersonville Chamber of Commerce. We have another big event coming up that we're gonna tell you about that's coming up right here next on Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. And we're back with Sumner County Spotlight with your host, Jeff Shannon, and we're going to continue our conversation with Kathleen Hawkins, the president and CEO of the Hendersonville Chamber of Commerce, and apologize for my voice this week. I've, I don't know if something happened, something crawled in there. I have no idea, but now I sound 
horsey. But anyway, we're going to continue. And, you know, we were talking on the other side about uh, Sequoia South and the success that they've had. So we have a surprise coming up on this next major event we got coming up. Yes, I'm so excited and I'm super excited to announce that on September 28th from 5 to 8 p.m., Sequoia South will actually be headlining and performing at the Taste of Hendersonville. And I can't wait. Now, the taste is going to happen here at the Streets of Any Lake. They'll be performing on the Center Stage Plaza. And, of course, if you've been to Taste before, you know it is magnificent. We have thousands of people show up out here and get to taste all the these great treats from all of our restaurants. Absolutely. And I can tell you that the last two years I've had to shut down the ticket booth sales. So do not wait till the day of Taste <laughs> to buy your tickets. Um, you can get tickets. Adult ticket is as low as $15. Seniors, $10. Children, $5. Or you can do a VIP ticket, which a lot of people like to do. But what the Taste of Hendersonville is, it's an opportunity for our local restaurants and businesses to come out and connect with the community. So for an adult ticket price of $15, you can visit as many as 80 vendors and Mm -hmm. go around. And I tell restaurants all the time, just give them a taste because nobody can eat 80 to 100 items from different places if it's more than a taste. Mm -hmm. So it's it's literally a toothpick size or a small sample size to, to give you a tease at what that establishment can offer you to make you want to go back and visit them again yeah. um, it's our way of helping and supporting the local restaurants in our community and there's various vendors there i mean we have liquid vendors we have food vendors will it be food trucks coming as well no we no? don't have food trucks that taste okay. of Henderson. Right. so okay. that is one of the requirements from the streets of indian lake so it's just local restaurants Got it. so i can tell you like safaris won best of taste last year mm-hmm. ross will be back and he said he's stepping up his game and he's doing oh. it bigger and better and i'm telling you he killed it last yes, year he so did. <laughs> i'm anxious to see what he has but we also have half Bash Brewery will be offering their beers and we have Bluegrass Country Club is going to be coming out and they're going to be providing our wine and beer and what are those things called? Uh, Some sort of vodka tonic, tequila tonic kind of thing mixer. The stuff in a can. Yeah, the stuff in a can. (laughs) (laughs) The stuff in a can. You can tell I don't drink that, but they'll be out here. So so if you're you're a foodie and you're listening right now, if you have kids that want to have a good time and you want to get out and do something a little bit different, again, this will be September 28th from 5 to 8 p.m. Buy your tickets in advance. If they are sold at the door, they will only be sold probably from five to six because right. every year we've had to shut right. it down early because the restaurants bring 2,500 samples from their establishment for you to try. We, with thousands of people, we, we can't accommodate more than right. that. And there's been a, a few restaurants pop up this year. Oh, absolutely. I mean, new places here and there's more coming. We're excited. We're excited. We've already been in talks with Puckets. I talked to Costco yesterday. They're going to be okay. out here and they're going to be doing something fun at this event. So we are reaching out and having conversations with all these great new restaurants that are here and we're hoping they have an opportunity to showcase and even like the first year those of you that have been to McAllister's a couple of years ago the first year that they were in business they came out they didn't even break ground yet they literally just came out and they they gave sampled sweet tea as um, something different to do so it you know those are the kind of things that we get to do for new businesses and if you've never had McAllister's sweet tea you're missing out you need to do so well I gotta tell you I'm a sweet tea expert. Yeah. I might have to just go over there and get some right now. Yeah, and I know I know I saw you last year because Edit had their booth yes. out there last year and they had several of their cocktail samples. So uh, you know, they do a great job with that too. They do. I'm just interested in what uh, what John's got in store this year. So that's going to be interesting. Yes, he's got so a big event coming up too. So what are the dates of the, the taste again? The taste of Hendersonville again is September 28th from 5 to 8 p.m. We do have, and I didn't mention this, we do have VIP tickets available as well. So okay. an adult VIP is 45. A senior VIP is 40. We don't have children VIP because it is alcoholic right. beverages yes, are included yeah, with there. the VIP tickets. So if you buy a VIP ticket, you get two alcoholic beverages, you get a fast pass. 
fast. So you can skip all the lines. You can go straight to the to the front of the line, kind of like at Disney, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you have a special VIP seating area that, that you can sit. So. so they can watch Sequoia South. So they can watch yeah, Sequoia front South. front row seat with yeah. that. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it, yes. And if you haven't seen those folks, I mean, they do such a great job. They're so entertaining. The harmony is spectacular, and their energy is what you feel. So it's going to be a great show. Uh, what time are they supposed to go on? They're going to be from 5 to 8, so oh, they're playing okay. the whole time. They All get right. to take breaks when they choose to. Okay. And, of course, we'll have WHIN playing in the background, so well, when they take those breaks. Of course. So um, we're very excited about it, but it's their show. They get to come out, and they get to entertain, and they get to put on a show and do and what, 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 what day is that? The, it's the, always the last Thursday, Thursday of the month of September. So at night, you know, the Jeff Shannon show is on from 7 to midnight that night. Okay, so. well, Sequoia South is going to take over then from 7 to 8. Ooh, look out. <laughs> well, I, I, can, I can do that. <laughs> we can make that happen. Absolutely. <laughs> but they're great. Now, you'll have HPD, the fire department, to be out here. So it'll be safe in case we get any choking accidents or and anything no, like everything that. Will, everything will be fantastic. You know, yep. I can't tell you this event is sponsored. It's presented by uh, the Goddard School of Hendersonville. So the Goddard School will be out here and they usually do a candy buffet. They usually have face painting and balloons. So they do a fun job. And then I just talked to the Hendersonville Police Department. They're going to have the horse patrol out here. Oh, so those, they're that'll, great. Be, that'll be awesome. And I think they're doing fingerprinting or, or something yep. like that. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. So there'll be some off, some <clears throat> awesome offerings. And then TriStar Medical Center is going to be our first aid booth. So yes, there will be no okay. problem with choking. <laughs> Wait, again, there's small samples and you should chew. Um, yeah, yeah. But TriStar Medical Center will be here as our first aid booth. Well, it sounds like a whole lot of fun and it'll be right here at the streets of any lake and uh, you know how it is, just a big square and you just go from booth to booth and just kind of enjoy and kind of hang out and it's going to be a fun time for the taste of Hendersonville for sure. Any surprises that uh, we might come up or are you keeping those under wraps i am keeping those under wraps okay. right now jeff it's still it's still quite a ways away we have we have too many weeks to continue but i can tell you simmons bank is sponsoring the entertainment portion and they do have something specific planned which will be a lot of fun and we've had in the past we've had magicians and we've had storytelling and we've had characters and and i promise you we will continue to do all of those amazing things and so much more so sure. well um, and i know it's going to be a great event it, i mean every every year it really is it's like are you kidding me look at all where all these people come from but there's plenty of parking around here a lot of people will soon realize that the parking in the inner portion of the facility obviously is going to be taken with the booths and entertainment and things like that so the outer perimeter of the streets will be your parking areas but it's always pretty easy to get to so it's not going to be that big of a problem so yeah no it's going to be great last year i do think that we i think the streets of indian lakes told us that we filled all of the parking spaces last year so you do want to mark your calendar you want to come a little bit early plan on being here you know at five o'clock when the gates open and the doors open and um, just plan on coming out and having a really good time you know it's really jeff an opportunity for for people to shop local support local and love local with the local businesses and establishments Mm -hmm. people say to me often you know why is why is another restaurant leaving hendersonville or we've got these new restaurants coming to Hendersonville like the local you know all of these new places coming you know are they going to be successful mm-hmm. you know it really really depends on the community and the support the community gives them I mean yes there is a business model that has to happen and it has to work and they have employment issues that have to happen and it has to work well but the community also has to support them you know for people to thrive for people to continue to grow and continue to prosper and for our community to continue to thrive so if somebody wanted to be a vendor they do not have to be a chamber member is that correct that is absolutely correct okay. and you can be a food vendor for as low as $50 and you can wow. be a business 
and you can sponsor the food vendor. So as a tell, business... Wait a minute. Tell us about that. I think that's quite interesting. It, it is. So we had some local businesses last year like Eating Thai and Gyro King and that are small brick and mortar businesses that are in the community that just didn't have the staff to shut down their restaurant and come out here. So we had local businesses sponsor those businesses. So like with Eating Thai, for example, we had a local business that went to Eating Thai, picked up several trays of like fried rice, I think is what mm-hmm. they serve, chicken fried rice, and brought it to the Taste of Hendersonville and served that and passed out menus and promoted Eating Thai, well promoting their business. So it's really okay. a way that you can kind of just hold on or love on a local business in our community and serve them at the same time as you're you're promoting yourself. To me, that's really cause marketing and showing a go-give spirit to the community. So if you know of a small business that may be struggling, may have a hard time with servers or staffing or whatever, um, pay $50 for your vendor booth instead of $150 for your business booth and um, give people what they want. They're coming for free food. So give yeah. them samples. Well, that and attracts them to your business. Absolutely, so, yeah. absolutely. And it shows you as a community partner. And mm-hmm. that's really what we're trying to accomplish. And I think this this business, I mean, if, if you wanted me to put on my marketing wheel or brain, I could and I could help you come up with a slogan because if you put a poster in your booth, you know, that said we're tying it all together yeah. um, and tied your booth with their booth or their restaurant or whatever, mm-hmm. um, Gyro King, you know, you are the king of the community, whatever. There's a way that we can figure out how you can market your business and their business in one and make it make sense together. Uh, you should kind of do this for a living. I kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, though. Again, I appreciate it. And and I really do just want to strive and, and stress to the community that, that when we do things like this as a Chamber of Commerce, our goal, our mission, our passion is to help local businesses grow and prosper. So when we do events, we do events for a reason. We're either trying to showcase and sell the city or we're trying to show off the businesses that make our city great. And as attendees, it's, it's with your help when you come in here and you help us do that and you support these events, you're supporting these businesses. And that's what makes Hendersonville so great. And, you know, it's growing like constantly. Oh, my goodness. I, I mean, just I, it's crazy to see all the development going on. It's it's insane. And let me tell you, we just got our new city guide. If you haven't seen a copy of our city guide, you need to come by the chamber and pick one up or, or let us know and we'll bring some to your business. But um, we just did a direct mail drop of the new city guide. And we had an over 2,400 new residents move into the city of Hendersonville since January wow. 2023. So in six months, like the year before, yeah. when we did the exact same direct mail drop, that was the totals for the entire year. So our numbers are growing. People are are seeing Sumner County. They're embracing Sumner County. And that's making a difference in our schools. It's making a difference in our hospitals. You know, they're having to step up. All of our businesses are having to kind of shift to to handle this growth. Now, it's not chaotic growth. It You know, our goal is to have organized control, well thought out and well managed growth, and then to support that growth behind it. Well, you know, Boma keeps a track on that for sure. They're, uh, they're watching every step everybody makes. <laughs> they, they absolutely try to. That is that is correct. But there, there's some great things, you know, coming here to Hendersonville and to, well, all of Middle Tennessee. Some of the big announcements, you know, we got Costco coming in. Of course, that's that seems to be like the number one thing at everybody's lips. Do you know, people love Costco and I'm so excited to be working with them. I mentioned to you earlier that I just met with him the other day. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people realize the economic impact that an organization like Costco is going to have. They're projecting to hire 300 people. Like our largest employer right now, is, let's take the city or, or even 
even TriStar who has 600 and some odd employees. So they will be in in rank with some of the top employers that we have in the city of Hendersonville or even Sumner County. Mm -hmm. But also their projected sales tax revenue just for November and December. Now they're, they're predicting opening up on November 15th. They want to open before Thanksgiving. So just for November and December is $250,000 a month in sales tax revenue for our city. Now, Jeff, I don't work for the city of Hendersonville. I work for the chamber, but yeah. that's going to pave a lot of roads. Oh, well, let me tell you. And as you were saying that, the first thing, the only thing I can see is my on my mind is Jamie Clary's mouth smiling so big <laughs> that you you can't. Yeah, he, he loves that. Well, no, I mean, anybody with the city does, because it's yeah. not only going to pave roads, it's going to help our police department and our fire department. It's going to help our schools. It's going to help our county. Like there's a, a, a trickle down effect, which is why, like as a chamber, it's so important for us to support economic growth and economic development. Yeah. But in the same line, we have to make sure that we have the hospitals and we have to make sure that our schools are set up and we have to make sure that that we do all of those things too to to benefit everybody that's oh, involved. No, absolutely. Well, and, and I think you and all the crew down in the chamber are doing a great job trying to keep this wheel going because, uh, you know, there's just so much going on and there's so much growth and the, the, the businesses really need the help. Yeah. And that's what the chamber's there for, to help them, you know, grow their business. And they just have to reach out. And if you're not a member of the chamber, it would just seem wise that you would want to. It's the largest chamber in Sumner County. Absolutely. And, and people don't know, you can join as a chamber member as an individual person. You don't have to be a business. So you can actually join for $80 um, a year, $80 a year, yeah. and you can be part of all of this. Like the, this next month at our luncheon, we actually are having a conversation with local state representatives. So we have Johnny Garrett and we have William Lamberth coming out and oh, um, okay. Senator Hale, and, and we're gonna sit down and have a, a talk and we're gonna discuss some of the important issues that impact our community. So um, for $80 a year, you can be in the know and you can be the first to know anything new that's coming to our town. Well, absolutely. Well, only thing I can say is just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And you too, Jeff. Thanks well, again for being our MC this past Saturday, and I look forward to seeing you at the taste. Well, absolutely. Enjoy it. Enjoy it very much. So, all right. We're wrapping up our segment here with Kathleen. We appreciate her coming in and uh, talking about all of the events coming up here, and it's a, it's a bright future for sure. So stick around. We have a lot more coming right here with Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight. Be sure to check out our podcast page at whinradio.com. Just go to the podcast tab and click the Sumner County Spotlight. There you can check out this show as well as our past episodes. This is Jeff Shannon. Hey, let's get right back to the show. And we're back with Sumner County Spotlight with your host, Jeff Shannon. We are continuing this spotlight. And I got to tell you, this is exciting for me because I've been trying to get this gentleman in since he started. And this was, well, several years ago. Of course, it was right in the middle of COVID. And you'll understand what I'm saying here in a minute, why it was so hard. But I just said, wow, there's just so much to talk about. And I had to get Justin Corey. Now, Justin Corey is the CEO of TriStar Medical Center in Hendersonville. Now you understand why he couldn't come in during COVID. Well, first of all, they wouldn't let him out of the building. <laughs> you are quarantined. I'm sure it wasn't that bad, but uh, I, we totally understand that. Even though I told him I sanitized, what well, I call it, shanitized this, this whole uh, facility. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for taking the time because we have a lot to talk about. My pleasure, Jeff. Delighted to be here. I serve as the CEO for TriStar Hendersonville. Very fortunate to be able to lead an incredible organization for the last two and a half years. Prior to that, I was Chief Operating Officer at Centennial Medical Center, currently entering my 13th year with our parent company, HCA Healthcare. TriStar Hendersonville has been a true blessing to help lead. Our team is 
committed to caring for people at their most vulnerable state or hours or days in life. And they truly understand the gravity of that calling. And we've done some remarkable things through the power of that thinking. We've increased our patient experience over the last two and a half years dramatically both on the inpatient side, ER, ambulatory side. We have excellent outcomes that we're really proud of, nationally recognized by numerous third parties for excellence in surgical care, cardiology, orthopedics, GI, pulmonary care, and the list goes on. So the last two and a half years, of course, with the pandemic have been challenging, but mm -hmm. TriStar Hendersonville has been truly resilient and emerged as the hospital of choice for Sumner County. We also lead TriStar Portland, which is a freestanding emergency room in Portland, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. We have two Care Now urgent care centers, in one in Hendersonville, one in Gallatin, and a numerous uh, physician clinics and other access points in the area. So a lot of people might be questioning, you see TriStar this, TriStar that, TriStar that, in different areas of Nashville, but explain what HCA is and what its umbrella has. HCA founded in 1968 by Dr. Frist Sr. at the what is now the campus of Centennial Medical Center in Midtown has grown into 182 or so hospitals this day across the United States and in various divisions of our company, ambulatory surgery centers, urgent care centers. We also have hospitals in the United Kingdom in London. Wow. So built under the premise that our scale and breadth would allow us, afford us the opportunity to continually learn from our sister facilities in, in different markets. And now we have likely more healthcare data than any entity in the world. And we utilize that data to do better today than we did yesterday for our patients and, and for our colleagues. So I believe we're the largest non-governmental provider of healthcare in the, in the U.S. Mm -hmm. With an organization this big, and as much data as that's being collected on a daily basis. I mean, your IT department has to be just uh, huge. <laughs> you have to be. <laughs> The Keep up with all the, that. The company has recently uh, created what's called Care Transformation and Innovation, which is a department at HCA that we were fortunate to be selected at TriStar Hendersonville as an innovation hub for HCA, one of two hubs in the enterprise. And we are experimenting daily. We have change management experts, clinical experts, and various leaders embedded in mm. our facility working side by side with our clinicians and support teams to uncover opportunities that we can solve in an innovative manner by utilizing technology in different ways, bringing in new technology that is tailored to the clinician's needs. We really believe that we're fortunate to have been selected, but that we will also be able to truly transform the way healthcare is delivered in the future. And to be doing that right here in Hendersonville is uh, just phenomenal. Um, our team has embraced it. Change is always difficult, but we all understand that this opportunity is, is massive with the use of artificial intelligence and big data, large language models, all of that being tested uh, at our facility is, is an honor. Well, and I got to say that, you know, with all the technology that's out there, and I, I really I like how the medical field has kind of joined together how you share information. So if you need an x-ray from that was taken by Dr. So-and-so, I guess you guys can access that and get it a lot faster. We say, well, we'll, we'll mail it over or we'll you know fax it over. What's a fax machine anymore? But you know what I mean? It's just getting that data that you can share on a quick notice 
uh, I think is very impressive. The technology over the past five to 10 years that I've uh, been uh, doing this has really ramped up. And, and yes, now clinicians, physicians have the ability to look at records, at images on their cell phone anywhere they are. And that certainly improves quality, uh, turnaround times and efficiency, and just the ability to treat and diagnose quicker. Because there's so many things that I, I, I was just blown away at the information that you can access to that. But I think the docs need to have access to that really quickly. Whereas before, sometimes a delay could be you know pretty serious. Right. But you have all the facilities there because at TriStar Hendersonville, I mean, you have the latest, greatest technology. That's right. And I, I believe one of the many advantages that we have being part of a greater network in TriStar, we have the ability to exchange information quickly our physicians know each other whether they work at Hendersonville or Centennial and some of our facilities have trauma services like Skylines now a level one trauma center so the partnership in the integration between the facilities certainly benefits the providers but also the patients because their information is exchanged and there's a personal connection provider to provider if they're handing off a patient or transferring a patient to a higher level of care at say Centennial there's familiarity between the ER physicians in our service area and those downtown and so the handoff is seamless in that case so it's part of being something uh, larger than yourself. And so the network is a big advantage that we have. In HCA, that, that's the nature of our company, but here in Middle Tennessee as TriStar. So, I mean, being an organization like that, it seemed like it would be possible, and maybe not, I'm not sure how that works, but if you had a, a patient in, in Hendersonville that needed a specialty doc that maybe one here didn't feel comfortable, we can pull somebody from downtown say, can you consult on this or can you, you know, come and take over this? Absolutely. That happens often. We have most specialties at Hendersonville that anyone would need. There are occasional needs that are offered at larger facilities like Centennial or Skyline for trauma services. And in, in those instances, it, it is as quick as a phone call or text message provider to provider for that consultation. Mm -hmm exchange of information, as mentioned, exchange of images if needed, and then ultimately immediate transport services via ground transport or uh, helicopter if needed. Mm -hmm. So all of those resources are in place. And, and that is just part of being part of a larger network. Now, being what you guys are, it, it's probably not hard to attract very qualified candidates. You know, if you're getting new, new doctors or nurses and, and these kind of things, you know, staff, it shouldn't be that hard. We have been fortunate certainly at Hendersonville and in Sumner County because the county is vibrant, the economy is strong, housing is slightly more affordable <laughs> than in Davidson County, yeah. I would say. Yeah. And the culture at our hospital is phenomenal, dating back many years through my predecessor's leadership, Regina Bartlett. And our job is to protect that culture, one that is friendly and familial and kind and, and truly understands the calling that we have in healthcare to take care of those at their most, most vulnerable state. So that resonates with people. And when we interview people, they're attracted to our organization because of those values. I immediately think, and anyone in HCA um, can quote Dr. Frist, our founder, and one of his famous quotes is, good people beget good people. And that is absolutely true at TriStar Hendersonville. Surround ourselves with great people. And that is a ver it turns into a virtuous cycle of attracting more and more great people who are bought into what we do, 
It is not a job. It's a calling. Mm -hmm. And take that seriously. And, and that is seen in, in our outcomes and our metrics, if you will, if in what our patients are saying about us. And when you can show a candidate, whether it's a physician or a support services colleague, that this is who we are. We have wonderful outcomes and we have high standards here and good people have high expectations of themselves. Good people are attracted to joining our organization. So we've enjoyed very low turnover rates during a, the pandemic times when, when many hospitals were struggling with that. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of longevity amongst our employee base, very tenured and experienced people who are there to bring on new employees and, and train them appropriately and provide them the support they need. So I think those ideals and, and those characteristics certainly make it easier, along with just Sumner County being a, a, a wonderful place to live and, and work. Yeah, might know the answer to this, but uh, because of COVID, that has caused a lot of businesses to change the way they did business, some for the good, some for the bad. What have what has come out of the, the COVID pandemic situation that has helped you to improve in this situation? During the pandemic, we had such clarity because you were focused on keeping your employees together so that you could keep serving the community with an overwhelming need for healthcare. Mm -hmm. And that clarity provided focus and showed us that we had the ability to do things that we would have never imagined. Like doing a lot face. of Zoom calls. Well, <laughs> a lot of Zoom more, calls. <laughs> more on the clinical side and the operational side, leveraging technology in a way. I think the pandemic sort of expedited the use of technology so that we had visibility across our entire enterprise, mm -hmm. certainly across the hospital, but also other TriStar facilities to see who had available capacity to take care of patients when other hospitals were over overflowing with patients. And we learned how to be more efficient in the way we treat uh, patients so that we could take care of, of those in mm -hmm. need. And, and the pandemic really made us realize our, our true abilities. Uh, mm -hmm. it, was, it was certainly challenging. Hats off for the rest of our lives to, <laughs> to those frontline uh, caregivers. But we, we certainly learned a lot in, in many aspects of what we do, clinical care, operations, the use of technology and we continue to build on that yeah uh, those learnings and i think that's what you do at this point because when all that went down it was unprecedented be like what what <laughs> and it, it, the way it happened i mean you were there you were in the thick of all of this and you know getting information from the government i think it was probably got to be the most frustrating part well, as you smile yeah <laughs> I, i'm trying to reflect on it. Uh, it i think the the there were some frustrations but i don't know that i would pin, pin that on the government I, I think that mostly it was inspiring for someone like me to see people roll their sleeves up in the face of danger and the unknown fearful time in our lives and, sure. and sacrifice for their community and mm -hmm. for taking care of of their their neighbors and so what, what I really took away from the pandemic was inspiration more than anything. And it created a lot of great heroes. So our medical staff were now being labeled as heroes, <laughs> which they really are. I mean, you're down on the front lines, you know, and, and, and really risking 
if you will, your life to help others. So hats off to all of them. And you guys did a great job. We got through it. And let's hope we never go back. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, we're talking about Justin Corey. He's the CEO of TriStar Medical Center here in Hendersonville. And guess what? I bet you didn't guess, but we have a lot more to talk about. We got some new things coming up, and we're going to talk more with Justin right after this on Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. And we're back this Sunday morning with Summer County Spotlight. Uh, your host, Jeff Shannon, right here. And we are talking some really interesting stuff. I had to bring in Justin Corey. He's the CEO of TriStar Medical Center here in Hendersonville. With all of the new things going on, well, in Sumner County, I mean, look at the growth we're having. I mean, you see the numbers. You, you see the population growing. You see the traffic, <laughs> which makes it difficult for to get around these days. You guys have just recently, and this has probably been in the works for a bit. You, it's not something you just pop up you know, overnight, but you're going to introduce a new facility here in Gallatin. Why not better to ask you? Well, thank you, Jeff. The proposal we have is to build a freestanding emergency room in Gallatin to serve the Gallatin area residents that currently choose TriStar Hendersonville for their emergency care because of the reputation that we have built over the course of many years because of the strength of our medical staff and the breadth of our medical staff because of the nationally recognized outcomes that we have and and excellent patient experience. And as the county has grown, certainly after the, the onset of the pandemic, 2021 through today, we have seen explosive growth in the ER at TriStar Hendersonville. Mm -hmm. And we need to relieve some of that pressure on the ER at Hendersonville by providing patients in the Gallatin area that is growing at unprecedented rate with more convenient access points. So that the drive is is certainly not a burden on them and that we can simultaneously relieve the Hendersonville ER of some uh, uh, high utilization numbers. Well, plus you can get there quicker. That's if right. you're on you know, the east side of Gallatin, little trek getting down to you know, New Shackle. So you got one so much closer. And time of, is of the essence these days. Right. And you guys, uh, with this facility, what, what's going to be in that building? We'll have 11 ER beds with a full service emergency room identical to the ER at TriStar Hendersonville. So board certified emergency medicine trained physicians, emergency room nurses, physician assistants, radiology, including CT and x-ray, a laboratory. We'll have a helipad in the event that a patient needs immediate transport to another facility. Mm -hmm. So it's a full service emergency room, of course, open 24 seven, 365 for those in need to provide a more convenient option closer to home for the the growing Gallatin area that currently chooses to come to TriStar Henderson. Sure, now were these all new hires or they just shuffle people around? Oh, there will certainly be new hires. And we have several employees that have voiced they would love to work at the Gallatin location. (laughs) Likely they they live closer to the Gallatin location. So there will be that opportunity for employees, but we will absolutely need to hire additional employees to staff the ER. So if somebody's, hey, I'm, they're listening, say, I want to be a part of this, they just go to your website and look for go, career, go careers? Go to the website. Or? You can sign a petition to support this effort. You can write a letter of support, which we would greatly appreciate. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, there's much more information available online for for those who are interested or, or supportive. Okay. Now tell them exactly where this facility is proposed to be. So uh, right off the bypass, 386 and Greenlee. If you exit Greenlee heading okay. east on the bypass, exit Greenlee, and it's immediately on the left-hand side of the street. So it's going to be in a great spot. It is. We're excited. There's a lot of development going on in that area in particular. Um, the traffic patterns make sense right there off the bypass. And, and as I said, we currently serve a great proportion of our patients coming from that particular area. Also, not thinking about strict borders, but many Hendersonville patients Hendersonville citizens live closer to that location. Many citizens of Cottontown, which is a growing community, Mm -hmm. live closer to that location and the surrounding cities, towns. uh, This will provide a convenient option for those that already choose TriStar. Mm -hmm. So without the other freestanding ERs, I think you said you had one in Portland and things like that. You're pretty much offering pretty much the same kind of services, emergency medicine, if you will. That's right. But they'll have all the pretty much the same technology. Exactly. Same technology, same highly qualified colleagues and the ability to stabilize emergent conditions, treat conditions, and of course, access to the greater TriStar network if there is a need for a higher level of care. So there, there will be a lab in there, so if they process blood or analyze whatever, that That's you have that as well. Yes. Which I would seem like a no-brainer. <laughs> oh, we have to wait two weeks to get blood <laughs> analyzed. Very necessary. Huh? Yeah, for ER. sure. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's a, a great spot. And look, that, that Greenlee is growing. Mm-hmm. And with the proposed things that I've heard that are going in down there, it's gonna be interesting to see. And of course, you know what that means, more red lights. <laughs> they gotta pop those things up. So, uh, But you gotta do it to control traffic because it's a, a pretty big road. Now, I know recently they've just paved that out there and it, they did an exceptional job on the paving. It's so smooth. So the ambulance driver's gonna love that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Looking forward to some road work improvements that have been awarded to to the county. I know the, the bypass is likely going to get an extension and some road work approved for I-65, I believe. So all of that infrastructure investment is is critically important to what we do to provide patients convenient or efficient access to our care and and of course our our EMS teams having the ability to to get to those in need quickly. Right. So what is this new facility? What what is it going to be called? TriStar Gallatin ER. Okay. Well, it's nice and easy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's head to the ER. <laughs> but, you know, with this this kind of facility, I think you, you have been studying this for a while. And That's you correct. see the, the type of uh, things that are coming into the to your ER in Hendersonville. You have to evaluate, say, well, we've got more of this and less of that, you know, this kind of thing. But what seems to be the, the top-ranked thing that people are coming into the ER for? Well, we had certainly a, a respiratory season for the last few years Mm -hmm. that has seemed to have settled down although we can always expect seasonal respiratory season two did you save all those vents Uh, we do (laughs) thank you uh, HCA we have plenty of of resources ventilators included but we can always expect seasonal respiratory viruses Mm -hmm. to to reemerge and and uh, certainly the ER is, is there to treat that uh gastroenterology GI presentation is very common in the ER as is uh, chest pain, aches and pains, broken bones, et cetera. So mm-hmm. it's, it's certainly a, a wide variety of, of conditions that present. But uh, I would say if you're asking 
which present more often. It's typically respiratory related or GI related. Right. Now, with our county growing, that means there's a lot more babies being born. That's correct. <laughs> if a woman goes into labor, whatever, it'd be a lot faster to get there than having to even go down to New Shackle because things are happening pretty quickly right there. And they'll have that, that ability as well. Certainly. Yeah. Uh, emergency physicians are... are certainly capable of, of doing that and m- maybe not the ideal setting, but absolutely there if necessary for that. Mm-hmm. Really proud of our birth center at the hospital, yeah. which has achieved numerous accolades in the two and a half years that I've been there, ranked in the top 5% of uh, similar departments in the country for their patient experience and their clinical outcomes. We'll birth close to 1,300 babies at TriStar Hendersonville this year. So we're really excited to do a groundbreaking ceremony for the expansion of our birth center. We'll be expanding our labor delivery rooms. They're very spacious, Mm -hmm. nice rooms. Now we're adding additional rooms, adding additional NICU beds for the tiniest humans amongst (laughs) us uh, in need of our care. So the birth center is always a pleasure for me to visit because of the team of physicians and nurses and colleagues in that department. And I'm excited that they are uh, getting a a needed expansion as the the demand for their services certainly has increased in in Sumner County. Oh, absolutely. And I've heard so many great things about the NIC unit. I mean, it was just, wow, they are doing such great things over there. Thank you. Wow, that's very proud. Got it. Just got to keep it up. You know, that's what's happening. Because like I said, our population's growing. (laughs) That's right. We've invested significant capital dollars in the TriStar organization in Sumner County over the last two and a half years, um, somewhere north of $100 million in investment that's either in flight or committed for future growth. We're adding med surge beds, critical care beds, Mm -hmm. the birth center expansion that we just talked about, a new cath lab, a new MRI, a new CT scanner, and the list goes on. Of course, the Gallatin ER is is a part of that as well. So Mm -hmm. fortunate for the investment from our parent company, HCA, but all because of the excellent work that our team does day in and day out to produce these outcomes, really make us the hospital of choice for Sumner County. So we need to keep up with the growth as the demand for our services continues to grow. Well, and and speaking of expansion and and such, that land right there by TriStar Hendersonville, (laughs) you guys had that reserved for a while. And, you know, you had plans and, you know, plans change and such like that. So what's going on with all that land right now? Oh, Jeff, you know what's going on. <laughs> so we actually, um, several acres across Forest Retreat, and we sold a, about a third of that land to Costco. 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 I've heard of them. I've heard of them. You've heard yeah. of them. It was a very popular choice, I'm, I'm told. Uh, it was a great reception from the community when that announcement was made. Many people thanked us for bringing Costco in. But, but that uh, transaction completed several months ago. Costco is now working on developing the land and we're told that they plan on opening by the end of the year we still own about two-thirds of that property closest to new shackle island road okay. keeping that for for future development needs well you know i think it's great that they put that there because 
once you leave Costco and realize how much money you spent, <laughs> you're going to have heart palpitations. You're going to need emergency services like really quick. So we're right there for you. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's a you know a great thing, and of course that's the number one thing people always talk about. We want them to talk about this new ER going in in Gallatin because I think it's a, I think it's a game changer out there, and it's so well needed with the amount of population that we have. So what is your target if everything was to go really smoothly? So we get approval. We will. We've already purchased the land there so we will try to build the er and open early 2025 is is our preliminary estimate mm-hmm. we've been out in the community at numerous events in gallatin farmers market third thursdays sumner fest uh, yeah. with mm-hmm. with you all re, uh, just last weekend and the reception has been overwhelmingly positive i'm um, People want a choice in their health care. Uh, many of them already choose TriStar for their health care needs. We'll be celebrating our 45th year of serving the community next year. And the, the people have clearly spoken numerous letters of support. But what's really special to me is when we go out in the community, the, the warm reception that we receive and the words of support from countless citizens that are looking for this development to happen and really depending on it for their healthcare needs in the future. Sure. Well, I mean, it's it's well needed, and you guys are doing the right thing. And let's uh, just hope that we don't get any snags because, you know, things kind of happen. So if somebody wanted to, to do this petition, tell them how they can start doing that. You can go to our website. We have uh, QR codes available. There's easy links to click on to sign a petition of support, write your own letter of support, or even uh, show up at the hearing that is coming up to discuss uh, the approval process for the Gallatin ER. Okay. So go, go to our website and, and check out those links. There's much more information on why uh, we are proposing this ER, and you can voice your support there. Sure. And, and you can see it on social medias as well. Or Absolutely. what you could do, you just hired a new marketing person, Tori, right? She's Just have them yes. all call her. <laughs> She'd love that. <laughs> She's going to hate me for that. <laughs> me too. <laughs> why did you say that? <laughs> Tori's been awesome. Yes, check out our Facebook page, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. There's plenty of information on there and, and ways to support. Look, uh, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Even though it's taken us a while to talk, but let's not be strangers because I'm sure there's plenty more to talk about as the years go by. So This wasn't so scary. Yeah, Thank you. That's right. Well, and thanks so much for coming in. We've been talking to Justin Corey, the CEO of TriStar Hendersonville, and hey, doing a great thing. So, but just stick around. You got to keep listening because you never know when something might pop up. We're going to have it right here. So, so yeah, check us out next time. That's going to be on the podcast page at whinradio.com. Uh, check that out. You'll hear this podcast as well as other episode. So this is Jeff Shannon saying so long and we'll catch you next time on Sumner County Spotlight. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.